This is Fred Foy Strang, and welcome to Moment for Mission. I'm really glad you're joining me today. Today we're going to talk about living your mission. Have you ever considered if your mission or the mission of your organization is ethically sound, at its core, ethically and morally grounded? I think it's a very, very difficult thing to live into a mission that is immoral. So today on Moment for Mission, I want us to consider living your mission. For our Fred Foy fact today, I want to offer a personal footnote to this episode's topic. Since I can't put this down at the bottom of the written page in a little footnote or in an appendix at the end, I offer this aside as a personal point of view. Begin footnote. Personally, I don't consider morality, truth, right, and wrong to be a relative matter based on the ebb and flow of changing cultural mores or based only on my opinion. I think it's far more reasonable and respectful to look to a higher power, a higher authority for those standards. I know myself, and I know the base and vile things that I'm capable of thinking, of saying, of doing. So I'm just not able to set a standard for you or for me or for anyone else. And I'm certainly no judge. I can, however, point to the standard that I use as ultimate measure. And for me, that is the life and the teachings of Jesus Christ. End footnote. So, living your mission. Those words are really just packed with meaning. This whole podcast series is dealing with mission. When we think about living, what thoughts, images, meanings come to your mind? Well, my brain is swirling with all that that entails. When our mission becomes part of ourselves, a part of our living, then we start to embody our values and visions so that they are visible and viable in almost every aspect of our lives. Other questions I consider when aligning my mission and my living, when developing, adjusting the mission for myself, my company, the organization I serve, my mission service work. These are some of the questions I ask. Is what I'm seeking morally sound? Is the mission for myself or my organization just? Does it exhibit mercy? Is equality a part of this mission I or we have? Does this mission benefit others in some meaningful manner? Rabbi Harold Kushner, author of the huge bestseller, When Bad Things Happen to Good People, wrote, You don't become happy by pursuing happiness. You become happy by living a life that means something. We should dig 
a bit deeper here and look at the background of what I'm really talking about. Do you use the word ethics very much? I think it's an important concept when we think about our whole life pursuit. So let's take a quick look at the etymology and origin of the word ethic. Ethos is a Greek word originally meaning a custom place. It was used in Homer in the Iliad as the habit of horses, a custom or a habit. Equivalent in Latin would be more. Ethos forms the Greek root of ethikos, meaning moral, showing moral character. Later in Latin, borrowed it as ethicus, the feminine of which is the origin of the modern English word ethics. So, ethos has come to mean character, and it's used to describe the guiding beliefs or ideals that characterize a community, a nation, or an ideology. Interestingly, the Greeks also use this word to refer to the power of music to influence its hearers' emotion, behaviors, and morals. In the disciplines of sociology and anthropology, ethic is the fundamental character or spirit of a culture, the underlying sentiment that informs the beliefs, customs, practices of a group, of a society, or the dominant assumptions of a people or a period of time. This is a very fascinating topic for me, as Cecily and I have just returned from a five-year full-time mission assignment in East Africa. We've worked there in both full and part-time service ventures since 1982. So we have some insight into the life ways of the people there. What we have discovered is there is a pervasive culture of corruption running deep throughout the entire society. This culture of corruption is evident everywhere in government, in police work, in business, in the marketplace, the academy, NGOs, and the church. I could give you 37 years of examples that we have personally encountered to substantiate this thought, but I won't. Let me just give you one idea to help you understand what I'm talking about and how it can apply to our topic today, Living Your Mission. In my culture of origin, honesty and integrity have generally been assumed. What I mean is this, when you go to the gas pump, you trust that the amount of gas showing on the machine is actually the amount that is being dispensed into your tank. When you buy two pounds of shrimp, you have belief that the scale is giving you two full pounds of shrimp. When you're stopped by police for a routine traffic violation, you have assurance that you will not be harassed and threatened until you give a bribe. When you reach an agreement, whether by word or by written contract, you have faith that the tenants will be honored and are not already assuming from the onset that you will be deceived. In the culture where we have served, you assume to be cheated, stolen from, lied to, embezzled, and extorted in every arena of life. The point of this vignette is to underscore the importance of having an ethically valuable life mission. If you or your organization is grounded in purposes that are just, merciful, compassionate, fair, 
reasonable, tolerant, kind, caring, then it is a mission that is worth your life energies and one which others really might consider connecting with as well. One of my favorite writers, Henry David Thoreau, penned this, Pursue some path, however narrow or crooked, in which you can walk and love in reverence. The biblical prophet Micah gave this simple but profound admonition. First, he poses the query, what does God require of you? Now, my mind, as I imagine, did those of the first hearers of that question starts to spin with all the stuff I need to do for God. Jewish tradition lists some 613 commandments I needed to do. Phew! But the prophet puts those things aside and focuses attention at the ethos, at what God really requires. What does the Lord require of you? To do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So as you take a moment for mission today, ask yourself some hard questions about the ethos of your or your organization's mission and vision. Is your mission one you can live into with integrity? Is it beyond just you yourself? Does it consider the needs and wants of others? Living your mission means what we do becomes part of who we are, a part of our life. When we are living our mission, we start to embody our values as an integral part of our vision for this life. This is Dr. Fred Foy Strang. Have a great day.